0: Culture and Psychology with Tabana. A very warm hello to our listeners. Welcome to our show. Today, we are going to talk about Thanksgiving. And the first part of our conversation is the cultural part. We give thanks differently in every culture, but Thanksgiving is a big celebration and holiday in United States, in Canada, and probably in some other parts of the world, but I'm more familiar with Canada and United States. And I know in Canada, they celebrate different dates. It's not the same date as United States. Um, but today we wanna to talk about the cultural part and what happened that this Thanksgiving is started. As far as I know, and my colleagues can chime in, um, It started when the pilgrims came to United States and the first um, year when their crops were um, well and the health was in place, um, the animals that they raised were healthy and they survived. And it was basically the very first year after all the hardship after trying so many different things and the crops were not really developed and um uh, harvested but it was the very first year when uh, animals were doing well crops were doing well and they learned how to deal with the weather and hardship and could survive um in a nice way so Then they celebrated, they had wild turkey at that time, they had um, corn and um, basically the turkey part comes from having a lot of turkey that they survived and they were healthy turkeys. So that's how much I know that the pilgrims started this Thanksgiving. And since then, we have been celebrating Thanksgiving. And the reason it's at this time of the year, it was because the turkey at that time were raised, the crops that they um, were raised um, at the fall that year. And that's the reason that um, we all celebrate uh, Thanksgiving on the last Thursday of November on the uh, fourth Thursday of the November, so I want to just start with this and leave it to my colleagues and friends so they can chime in.
1: I, I that was very informative. Yeah, it was I was uh, thinking about kind of more current kind of like cultural norms, but I think along those lines, it is important to recognize kind of where it's come from. Uh, I know there's a lot of controversy too in regards to like exploitation of indigenous groups. And there's can be a lot of uh, like history and, and interpretation of history. I could go into that, which I'm not going to touch, uh, just in regards to the idea of what the holidays are now and how they become uh, kind of culturally adapted. And I know we've talked about food and holidays uh, previously, but uh, this is definitely one where um, within my family, at least Mexican-American culture, um, it's kind of this integration of, Uh, you know, traditions of, you know, stereotypical Thanksgiving kind of getting together, uh, you know, emphasis on, you know, being grateful for things and trying to kind of appreciate Uh, having the opportunity to connect. And there have even been times where I've lived across the country and flown home for Thanksgiving or the holidays in general um, to be able to just be with family and have that connection. So that's what I think of Thanksgiving as a lot of times, food and connection. And definitely uh, uh, in regards to the combination of, you know, stereotypical Thanksgiving foods, turkey, uh, you know. Mashed potatoes, yams. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> as well as adding Mexican uh, foods such as rice, tortillas, beans. Uh, you know, it's nice to have this kind of hodgepodge of cultures and and finding that they all fit very well. And I know, Side A, you've mentioned uh, different foods that you and your your family, especially your boys, that have kind of incorporated in traditional foods uh, into the uh, you know. Thanksgiving celebration?
0: Sure. Yeah, I always make sure there are foods that they go with turkey because turkey is something that everybody loves to see in the middle of the, uh, at the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. So turkey is definitely part of it, but I usually try to see what kind of food goes with that. So obviously rice definitely is, is something that it goes with that. And sans too stew that matches um, and, and it's sort of, a little bit of sweetness has in it. So that's June I always make June rice, and then obviously turkey and all those side dishes, like you mentioned, the mashed potato, the yam, um, the um, gravy, the um, green beans and that, those things. It's part of uh, obviously, the turkey table, but I always add some Persian food to the table. And it's been part of our tradition to make fesenjoun on that day.
2: I do not know what is fesenjoun.
0: Fesanjoon, I have to make for you guys so you can try it, because um, it's sort of like a sauce. You know, have you had uh, peanut sauce in uh, Thai food or Vietnamese food? It tasted more like that, but it's with walnut and also with the squash. Uh, so you add some squash um, and with uh, a lot of walnut and um, pomegranate sauce uh, with uh, fried onion. And it's a very tasty uh, stew, but we add, normally we add either chicken or beef to the stew, but because we have a big turkey, and usually it's a lot of leftover, I don't make any extra meat with that stew. So the part of the meat is the turkey with that delicious sauce with walnut and all those ingredients that I mentioned. So the main part is the pomegranate paste or juice and um, walnut those are the main part. So that's what we make for Thanksgiving. So the cultural part, I'm sure in different family also is different because I know uh, many Persian families that they celebrate Thanksgiving and it has become their tradition, but they usually add a lot of other foods as their tradition. Like in our family, that's the tradition, that stew that I mentioned is part of our food. So I don't know about dance celebration. How do you celebrate? Is it completely Turkey and,
2: no, we don't do it, we just disregard it and don't have it at all. We just dismiss it. You <laughs> a hot pocket. In You've seen
1: hot pockets for Thanksgiving or something, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And what's those uh things you have in the morning in the toaster that you little pop up pop tarts? Yeah, yeah Pop-tarts. Pop-tarts. we pop tart we're, we're against being yeah, hot. At poor. least you want a hot
1: meal, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right we just want something there I side I feel compelled to jump in in a semi-contrarian way that, <laughs>
0: okay. so,
2: so I pretty much agree with you everybody likes the turkey in the middle of the table except vegetarian people
0: oh <laughs> I forgot about them sorry big that I apologize to vegetarians yes yeah. and vegans
2: vegans and vegans exactly right Yeah.
0: Yes. You know, it brings up,
2: I think, an important part because that, a couple ways to look at this. I think one is the contrarian aspect that enters into cultural celebration. Generally in a family or in a culture, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't really want to go along with what stuff and how does one handle that? How do we deal with that? And then the other is, well, okay, how do you What if you have some other ideas? What if people have other ideas?
0: You mentioned something that brought me to the mind of now, probably people who are vegetarian or vegan, the whole family, because now I remember that I have, I know many people (laughs) who have the entire family that are vegetarian. So I bet what they do is they exclude the turkey part and they put all other side dish that it's vegetarian, probably.
2: Yeah, here's a question I have for you guys. What do you think of, like for a lot of vegans or vegetarians, they there can be either, we're gonna do this instead of that, or there's another approach, which is we're gonna do this thing and it's gonna take the place of that thing and it's gonna kind of look like that thing or made to taste like that thing. It's like the um, Beyond Burgers, yeah. you know, that are they're not really hamburgers, but they're a really pretty good imitation of a hamburger. And as opposed to don't even try to imitate it, just do your own thing. What's your take? What do you guys think about that approach? Which approach do you prefer? Does one bother you or not?
0: What came to my mind was they're not going to do anything that looks like turkey, or, or looks like the animal, you know what I mean? It's because they sort of have the a mindset that this is no, no. So it's like, for example, you imitate, you animate, like this is, this is like turkey. So I, I bet they're not gonna do that because even something looking like a turkey, I'm just thinking probably they're not gonna do. The
1: like, burger looks like a burger, though. I mean, does that? It looks like meat. Yeah, it looks like meat.
0: I get yeah. what you're saying.
1: Like, maybe you're not going to replicate I mean, that exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that was the first thing came to my mind. It's just the same as, you know, people who are against um, fair coats, you know, that they're the big group. So even the um, artificial ones, they don't like it they just say even that is disrespecting the environment by imitating like this is something that looks like that so i'm just imagining that having a turkey look like you know in the middle of the table i'm just thinking if they have extreme it's
2: made out of tofu yeah
0: yeah i don't know i mean i think i
1: mean i think you could be symbolic of those things with While it being kind of like I'm thinking of it as like an integration between the two, where I hear some vegetarians say like they have to bring their own food, and basically everybody's kind of scoffing at them for that. Where it can be a mixture of you know some foods that are you know don't have meat or prepared a certain way. I think nowadays a lot of foods you know don't have to have meat or certain products and can taste really good too. And I'm not a vegetarian or vegan and you know, there's a lot of foods that taste really good. So I think it is tough too. I think it's the, the, the stigma or the way that a person is treated because they are vegetarian, where it's like, if you look at it as an opportunity to try different foods that don't have meat, you know, you might find you like some of those, like the impossible burgers. I remember uh, one times I had those, I was like, this is delicious. Like I, I'm not fixated on the fact that it's not meat. It's like, no, as long as it tastes good, uh, I, I definitely eat those, um, Uh, those other ones, like the frozen ones that you like warm up and it's supposed to like be like meat, but it's really not. And so it's just like that idea of, you know, vegetarian, you know, food having to be, you know, not so good or bland. I I don't think it's the case uh, really so much.
0: Depending depending on how much, um, you know, philosophically and psychologically you're into this. I, I am sure they're extremists on that that they don't want even anything to look like even the real one. You know what I mean? And there's some that they care about the nutrition part. They care about, they believe in, in food they're taking. But then there's some people that they go extreme. So I'm just thinking probably there are different groups based on their philosophy, based on their I, I, idea, ideology.
1: And I think that's what's important is bringing... Acknowledging what the, the, the themes associated with, like the holidays, for example, are the themes that are focused, that they're supposed to be focused on and really trying to emphasize that versus if you see it as a time to push your agenda, whether it's neat or not, you're kind of defeating the whole purpose. And so I, I think it is important to recognize Yes, there can be some challenges in that regards and how others are responding or treating it, but how do you want to deal with it? Do you want to approach it as I'm you know, going to be adamant and make sure everybody knows I'm not eating turkey or I'm going to even you know, feel the, the frustration of one family member I know who constantly you know, hassles me because I don't eat meat. Um, you know, yes, it's not easy or comfortable, but you know, what is the theme? What is the focus of that supposed to be?
2: That is such an excellent point. And I think on both sides, you know, if somebody has pushing their own agenda, that's coming from somebody who like may not go along with their tradition. And then on the other side is what you also said, Alex, which is people may often scoff at the vegetarian or vegan and either way, either of those approaches just invites difficulty from the other side. And it isn't in the spirit of what you're talking about. Like, so I think that's such a good point. What's the spirit of this celebration that we're trying to do? And push, pushing agenda is not going to get that. And scoffing also from either side is not going to get that.
0: Well, basically, um, the, you know, going back to the cultural parts, it's just celebration of um, survive um, one more year. And we are thankful we survived one more year. <laughs> yes, we are yes. thankful. So we're going to come back after a short break, and we're going to talk more about Thanksgiving. Aziz, Radio I'm Dr. Daniel Rockers. و الکسندرادی امروز در خدمتون هستیم و چون روز شکوزاری یا تنگسگیوین که داره نزدیک میشه هفته آینده ما امروز در مورد کلن فرهنگ شکوزاری و اینکه چطور اصلا تنگسگیوین شروع شد صحبت کردیم اولین گروه کسانی که مهاجرینی که اومدن به قسمت شرق امریکا با مشکلات زیادی روبرو بودن خیلی هاشون اصلا از نظر هوا و اینکه چطوری میتونن محصولاتشون رو بکارن نه تنها خودشون در اثر بیماری و مریضی نتونستن زنده بمونن حیواناتشون و محصولاتشون هم به بار نیامد ولی اولین باری که این محصولات به بار اومد و بوغلموهاشون صحیح و سالم رشد کردن و خودشون سلامت بودن این روز رو پایگزاری کردن به عنوان روز شکگزاری که هم خودشون سلامتن و هم تونستن از هوای سخت اون موقع که در شرق امریکا بودن و محصولاتی رو که تونستن یاد بگیرن به بار بیارن، تونستن این کار رو انجام بدن روز شوق رو در حقیقت پای کردن. ما قسمت اول برنامه رو اگه تازه رادیوتون رو باز کردین در این مورد صحبت کردیم. روزهای شمبه و یه شنبه از رادیو داد در مورد مسائل مختلف روانشناسی و مسائل روز صحبت میکنیم و اگر که پادکست های ما رو تا کنون گوش نکردین، خواهش می‌کنم از طریق آیتون، سپاریفای یا گوگل ما رو سرچ کنین تحت عنوان Culture and Psychology و تا کنون ما تاپیک های مختلفی رو در موارد مختلف روز یا روانشناسی رو به صحبت کردین که می‌تونین بر اساس اون در وقت مناسب به ما گوش بدین. برمیگردیم و دنباله صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم back with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrade. This is Saeeda Malik Afzali speaking. And uh, if you just turn on your radio and you hadn't been listening to us for the first um, part of our conversation, we talked about the cultural part, the establishment of Thanksgiving and how it started. And uh, now we want to talk about the gathering and the part of the Family that we get together, and obviously, we have heard the stories after stories regarding the um, family gathering. Some families are great together, some have issues with each other, and this is a time that because the elder of the family are there and for the respect of them, people all from different parts come and get together. So there are a lot of good things and also could be some, um, you know, things that maybe is not to our favor. So let's talk about the family part, the culture of the family and how in a different part of the United States or Canada, maybe if you have any information, the families get together and celebrate the Thanksgiving part.
1: I'm going to actually start on the other end in regards to spending time with friends. So sometimes you're not able to spend time with family. Sometimes you're not wanting to spend time with family. We can definitely get into how to manage that. If you feel like you have to, you're supposed to. Um, But if you can have the option of in addition to or otherwise spending time with friends. I always, I always remind people, friends are the family that you make. And so you can find that you're spending time with friends. There's things like Friendsgivings that people do, where you go, you really uh, nurture and focus on the friendships, the connections that feel really great. And I find a lot of times too, it's a great way to connect with other people as well, um, You know, friends of your friends even. So it's great to be able to feel like there are options in regards to holiday uh, festivities where it's not like some. Something that you're you're dreading or you're having to just uh, kind of muddle through, but uh, also wanting to make sure that you're feeling as though you can be grateful for something that you do have in your life. And even though for family can come with some challenges, uh, sometimes you can have your friends and those people who you know are nurturing, who are supportive of you. So it doesn't. I, I find a lot of times this time of year could be. People finding like they're dreading it or stressed out about it. Um, So trying to focus on, well, what could be some healthy relationships that you do have that you want to celebrate and acknowledge in that way? So, uh, you know, in addition to the family stuff we'll talk about, there's that option as well.
2: I have a question,
1: Alex, for you. It's the...
0: Another question. (laughs) Thank God it's not
1: me. I was going to say no anyway. So, whatever he said, either that or concur. I concur, Daniel. I
2: concur. Well, it's not an agreement. It's a question (laughs) for information, a request for information. Oh, okay. Uh, It's the.
1: We'll, we'll allow that. We'll allow that. Saide so we'll is, so is relieved by it. that kind of question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this. Yeah, is really... a
0: question for information. That's okay.
1: <laughs> That's okay. Question for Saide.
2: It's not putting you on the spot. Well, not too much. Friendsgiving. That I thought Thanksgiving is where we give thanks. Is Friendsgiving where we give
1: friends? That'd be great, huh? Actually, yeah. It may be an opportunity to to make friends in that way by connecting with our friends. So yeah. I think it's a wordplay kind of thing, but definitely uh, I think an opportunity to be grateful for your friends in that way.
2: Yeah. You talked, you briefly mentioned Alex, that idea some people dread <laughs> the gatherings. I would guess you're thinking of things like something that happened in the original nuclear family that caused people to dread it. Right. Is that yeah. What yeah. Which brings up that uh, again, that element of, family culture in there, what set that up to create that. It's an interesting interesting thing I'm thinking about this, because if somebody has a difficult or they go against whatever is family tradition, isn't part of the role of growth within a family is to become oneself. And becoming oneself doesn't necessarily mean becoming a copy of everybody else in the family, but becoming our own way? And what if your own beliefs then don't necessarily coincide in some with that? It's an interesting thing to think about. I'm not saying, hey, it's bad or wrong or either way. It's just, wow, how, how can we help incorporate that in our Thanksgiving celebrations? What Can we can we maybe set up a part of our own culture that are, we have a culture of uh, accepting and celebrating?
1: One of the first things that comes to mind is the idea that I agree with what you're saying. I think unfortunately, sometimes I see in familial dynamics, like with parents and their, their adult children, there's this kind of expectation that, you know, you're always your your, your parents' children, but even as an adult, you should be treated as such. And so I think a lot of times you see these family dynamics play out where people will reenact their almost like childhood roles within the family, where it's not and I think it's it's upon the elders in the family, whether that's parents or others, to encourage that kind of combination of who they were and who they are now and really trying to encourage that growth in regards to not just what who they were or even sometimes what they're supposed to be but kind of who they are and and nourishing that. I I find a lot of times people go and spend time with family and it's like, oh great. Now I have to hear this talk about why am I not married or why didn't I become a doctor or, you know, what happened with, you know, that last relationship. And it's just like, okay, there's all these things that you don't want to talk about or you don't want to hear versus maybe encouraging kind of where that person now is an adult. You know, we also hear, you know, uh, I know family's joke. And sometimes, you know, my family definitely were, were jokesters, you know, it's like, oh, remember this embarrassing story when you were a kid, let's all talk about that. And it's like, okay, wait, can we talk about me now? You know, can we talk about me as an adult, you know, and so, uh, you know, it's definitely one of those things where, you know, if that's what you're walking into, like, there's probably not going to be some excitement versus this idea of, you know, maybe cultivating, interactions and conversations about, you know, oh, what are those things you're aspiring to? Or what are those things that you've been working on? What are you proud of? You know, what are you grateful of? You know, even that idea of like, what are you grateful of right now? Uh, You know, I I feel like unfortunately that's, that's not the norm. Or again, I might be skewed. My experience might be skewed as a therapist. You know, obviously we talk to people who are going through challenging relationships and conflict, uh, but maybe that is more common where that is something that does happen in that way.
2: Well, family lore, I think that's kind of what you're talking about all those stories from childhood. Fam- I call it family lore. It's an interesting concept, too, to think about, because what spirit is it presented in, number one? And then the other is, how is it received? Mm-hmm. I remember uh, some of our family gatherings, which made me a, a bit hesitant, let's say, to want to go to them for that very reason. You know, if you're an active person and have lots of interest and in do things, things are going to go wrong. And those get recorded as part of family lore and then they get repeated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just doesn't land that well, it doesn't feel that good. Yeah. But again, I think then there's that other side of, well, in what way is it presented? Because sometimes it's presented in a constructive or a well-meaning way, wanting to just have fun and celebrate, but it doesn't land well. And sometimes it's presented in a a negative way, not a good way.
0: Yeah, That's, you know, as you were talking, I was just feeling it's so unfortunate that um, there are people that, They don't understand how fragile the soul of a human being is, you know, and that it's so hard because you can't change people. You know, there are people who who are just blunt and say things at the time that something comes to their mind and they don't really think about it, that how much the words that they use or the memories they share with everybody, maybe it's not the right, you know, moment for those when other people are around. So it just uh, makes, um, you know, some people very uncomfortable. And depending on how sensitive the souls are, some people take it while they laugh, they join. And some people, they get embarrassed. They don't like it. And uh, it's hard. You can't really teach older people or people who just They just go by their own way um, to be careful what they're saying. But I just want to say one thing we can say is Thanksgiving is the most is just a few days, if not just one day. So we can invite people to go to the gathering knowing that things like that may come up and just be prepared, not to take it so seriously. So, you know, you can prepare yourself. You can say, okay, I'm going to this gathering and I know uncle so-and-so or mom or dad or brother or whoever that you know might say something that, Daniel. Daniel,
1: Daniel, too, Daniel, or Daniel, yeah. Or
0: Daniel can ask, right. questions.
1: insert Dan's name here, yeah. <laughs> or Daniel, yes.
0: Or Daniel can put you on the spot in front you may of ask everybody.
1: <laughs> questions, right, which do not land well. This is Alex, Alex Trebek over here asking me all these questions, so just, you know.
0: <laughs> so just be ready and don't get embarrassed if you don't know how to answer. Uh, Yeah, no, seriously, just be prepared. Because when you're prepared, you know, you have prepared yourself that so and so might say things that you may get um, angry, or you may get bothered, or you feel how stupid that person is to bring it up again and again. So just be prepared. Or, for example, as you mentioned, if it's done at the party, just be prepared for the questions.
1: Have a I, list of answers I'm, ready to go. Well,
2: I'm still hearing what you said two sentences ago, which is how stupid that, how <laughs> <laughs> stupid that person you is. I can't mean to use that. <laughs> <sex suddenly. words. laughs> I'm feeling like that is just a, a, like a thinly disguised attempt. At I don't think it him. was thinly
1: disguised at all. It's pretty blatant. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> pretty strong. I'm getting, really. I, I'm I didn't say that about now. you,
0: though. I said about so and so who may bluntly <laughs> say something. I, didn't, I think you know, I'm back in the nuclear deep, family
2: I'm getting re traumatized
1: <laughs> I think you're going to have to, you know, make us that that lovely dish now, side, A, to to make amends for this hurt that Daniel uh, has suffered, right. you know. And so, yes, yes, exactly. we'll get, some, <laughs> get some delicious food out of it in that way. Yeah.
0: What well, about the family and friends? Every year, I make sure those that they don't have their families around, they're single, Uh, and I know they don't have anybody and they are planning to go on a trip or do something, I always invite them to come to our gathering because I always feel like, you know, we are making all this food. So even five, six people, if they're at it, nothing's going to change. So why not having, you know, people to come? So it's important that if you have people around you That, you know, and you are a family, you are preparing a big, um, you know, celebration for Thanksgiving. Why not inviting a couple of people whom you know, they're not traveling to go to meet their families or, you know, they're they're just uh, by themselves. Why not inviting them? To, to your gathering. So you guys are invited if you are not planning on Thanksgiving. So please make sure you're welcome to our house. But I know, Alex, probably you have a gathering. Dan, I'm sure you have Jen and, and her family. So, but, but in anyways, you guys are invited.
1: Well, thank you so much. I do appreciate that. Yeah, definitely planning on spending time with family. Something uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more after the next break as far as like gratitude. But uh, definitely I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful to be able to be living here in Sacramento again, to be able to spend the holidays with family. And so it's definitely something where, uh, you know, to be able to connect with family and good friends uh, is definitely really important this time of year.
0: So we got to another break. Uh, We are going to come back and continue our conversation. I want to say some words in Farsi. شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد من به همراه دو تن از دوستان و همکارانم دکتر دانیل راکرز و دکتر الکسندرادی امروز در خدمتون هستیم ما راجع به تنگسکیوینگ یا روز شکگذاری داریم صحبت می‌کنیم. دو قسمت اول برنامه در مورد شروع شکگذاری که به چه صورت شروع شد و قسمت دوم در مورد فرهنگ خانواده ها که دور هم جمع میشن و قضاهایی که میپزن و اگر تازه رادیواتون رو باز کردین و ترجب می که چرا به زبان انگلیسی ما تا کنون صحبت می کردیم در دو قسمت اول برنامه ما روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه از رادیو وامداد به زبان انگلیسی صحبت می کنیم حدود نزدیک به 140 پادکست تا کنون در رادیو بامداد درست کردیم از برنامه هامون که تحت عنوان های مختلف روانشناسی یا مسائل روز هستش از شرکت توانا با دوستانم و همکارانم که در این شرکت با هم کار شمب می کنیم دو ساعت شنبه میایم و در رادیو بامداد هستیم برنامه های ما از سپاریفای آیتون و گوگل میتونید ما رو سرچ بکنید تحت عنوان کالچر اند سایکالوجی با تاپیک های مختلف برمیگردیم و دنباله صحبتمون رو ادامه میدیم We are back with Dr. Daniel Rockers and Dr. Alexandrati. Uh, we talked the first two part of our conversation about Thanksgiving. How did the uh, Thanksgiving uh, holidays started? And a very short in summary, uh, the, it started with pilgrims. They had um, the fortune of raising the turkey, um, having healthy animals. Their crops was um, harvested and they could survive with the hardships of uh, immigration. And Thanksgiving started that way. Then the second part of our conversation, we talked about family gathering, the culture of the families, the issues with the families, and how we can overcome uh, some of the things we don't like when we gather together. And now we want to talk about gratitude and what is uh, to be thankful for and why do we even get together on such a day that the origin of that day is the survival, the uh, crops being harvested, uh, the fact that the families were together and they could have another good year to uh, either together or separate, but at least they knew that they survived the hardship. So with COVID, that was a big thing in our life and we know that how many people lost their lives. I'm sure there are families that they're still dealing with the sadness of losing people that they loved and they close to them. Uh, so we know many stories of different people who lost their lives. So this Thanksgiving, I'm sure it's happy for some people and it's sad for the other. Every year we lose some loved ones and we have addition to our families. So we need to talk about the appreciation of life and also acceptance of loss. So this Thanksgiving, um, definitely um, at this point, I want to say I just want to be very thankful to Radio dot who established a um, Program for us, and we got closer to um, my dear friends and colleagues from Tabana organization. Um, we provided this program for Radio Bombdot, and also we had so many good conversations as a result of that. Uh, our podcasts and uh, just ideas that came to our mind, not only for Radio Bombdot, but for our programs. Um, so I want to open this conversation for the last part of our show
1: I want to echo those sentiments too really really grateful for bandwidth radio to allow us to do this for as long as we've been doing it it's amazing Um, and definitely want to thank the two of you too it's been great Uh, as well as our listeners Uh, definitely it's exciting when I hear people I know and uh, you know Tell me that they're listening to us and it feels like a conversation. Um, it helps them get through their day. They get really good information. One of my cousins one time was like, Oh, I was listening to you as a show and I was laughing with you guys. And then even shared, Oh, like, there was a topic you were talking about. I was like, I need to have my boyfriend listen to this, you know? And so it was nice to know that not only it could be fun and funny, but then also too it can be informative. So really appreciate the listeners. Uh, really want to encourage them again to visit our website. Uh, definitely open to feedback in regards to topics or questions that you might have uh, so we can talk about things that really maybe relate uh, to things that you've been seeing or hearing or more interested about. Uh, so our website, uh, that's www.thetavana.com. Um, definitely planning to uh, you know do some things uh, a little bit more with the website. I'm grateful for the website and the opportunity to build that. Uh, thank you guys for entrusting me in that. Uh, But yeah, yeah, definitely really grateful to be doing this.
2: I'm, Forgot what we're supposed to say, Saida. Can you help me out?
1: Yeah, sorry. I, I, I add it too much. Grateful. <laughs> we're talking about gratitude.
0: I was waiting for your question, but the topic <laughs> <was not. laughs>
1: She was well, waiting for your question.
2: That's I'm so wounded by the criticism of my questioning. Just, this has been kind of a regular uh, theme in our program. Too. Just ask
1: questions, Daniel. Don't you just yeah, shoot at the God, hip. Just shoot at the question. hip. Why? What time is it? Where am I? What's the, what's the weather like? I, yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but the the uh, gesture of this part of our conversation is based on gratitude, but you're welcome to ask questions.
2: I can ask a gratitude question. <laughs> All right. Ask I'm me, grateful. ask me, ask me. I'm grateful for the opportunity to ask questions here. I only get asked questions. <laughs> I'm reminded of a quote from um, German mystic from many, many years ago. I don't even know how many years ago, probably a few hundred years ago. His quote was, if the only, his name is Meister Eckhart. And his quote was, if the only prayer you ever have is thank you, that would be enough. Hmm. And I think what he was referring to is not just this idea of being, of being thanking people, but saying, you know what, this is spiritual, actually. Mm -hmm. When we develop gratitude for somebody or some things, a spirit of gratitude in life, that actually is a spiritual approach. And it has to do with reducing our own tendency as human beings to be self-centered. That's Mm -hmm. the development of our consciousness necessitates that's how we are. And so when we develop gratitude, it really changes, it begins to change who we are. So the Thanksgiving as a holiday is really pretty much a spiritual thing. If we can make sure that we remember that's what the day is for, that's what the holiday and celebration is about. A lot of times we go to celebrations and we may not even make too many statements about the actual thing we're celebrating. I know when I was younger, I've been out with friends to celebrate somebody's birthday and maybe, you know, it got brought up probably you sing happy birthday. But if it's something else like celebrating somebody's achievement or an anniversary or something like that, it's easy to go through the thing without really having some statement about it or really a declaration about it or have somebody say some words about well, what, you know, what are you thankful for? Do you guys have a tradition for Thanksgiving, where you say something you're thankful for,
1: I was I was just thinking that Daniel, it's it's the mindset, it's the approach, and the idea of really being present with what this is and what you want it to be, and so yeah, I think that's a, a big part to gratitude as well as especially during the holidays. Yeah, so, Dave, uh, it looked uh, like you had an answer for Daniel's know, question. As,
0: yeah, as you were talking about this, Dan. I was just thinking, what a great idea! Because we usually invite people to come and eat. We don't make a speech or nobody says anything. But this year, I want to make sure I write it down so I don't forget. And just say something at the beginning of, you know, right before we start the food, because you're absolutely right. We often forget about the whole purpose. Why are we getting together? Why are we doing this gathering? It is great to celebrate. Celebration is basically being happy about you know, existence, being happy that you're together, which in a sense you're doing it, but mentioning something also would be great to just say something um, nice about people that they're there thank them for, you know, their presence in our lives and, um, you know, start, um, started that way. And I think it's a great idea. And it was a great reminder for me not to forget to do that because for the most part, as far as I remember, you just, the food is ready at certain time, and then you invite everybody to, to dinner or to late lunch. But we don't say anything, you know, so maybe uh, we, we have lost that part of it or, um, you know, it was a good reminder for me.
1: I like that idea, too. I think one thing I was thinking as far as like practically how that could maybe work. And again, I think it has to be the mindset, the approach of, you know, the majority of people who are there, but sometimes there's even the idea of like going around the table and one person briefly sharing one thing they're grateful for. And so that can be a very quick, uh, you know, kind of easy way to really kind of practice that. Or if it feels like that might not, uh, you know, be banishable in your family or in that group, even in having a conversation with somebody who you do Trust or feel closer to, maybe that's something that you can say, Hey, I just want to let you know, you know, I was kind of curious what you're grateful for. And I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for this friendship or to be able to even talk to you right now and the support you give me uh, as a way to kind of model what that would look like for somebody. And again, knowing that it's somebody you care about, somebody you trust you know, that might be more accepted. Where if the family dynamic is a little tricky and then you're like, what? You want to go around the table? Like, what's wrong with you? I'm not doing that. That's stupid. I'm not going to do that. I'm grateful if you'd be quiet. You know, it's just like, yeah, probably don't introduce something like that to that family. Uh, again, I, I probably sounding really negative. My family, my family, when we get together, we have a good time. I just, I'm mom, if you're listening, I'm not talking about us. Uh, <laughs> she's going to be like, what? You think it's that horrible? And so, yes, yes. Yeah, back me up
2: here. Back me up. (laughs) Alex, either you're uh, either you are either a very good actor or you. Because you said that so easily and well. What? What? That, that was All really right. well done there. Right. A,
1: now I have to come to your Thanksgiving because if my mom hears this, then I'm not going to be allowed at my own family. So thanks. <laughs> no, I, thanks a lot, you guys. So, from
0: what I hear from your mom that you have described her, I have to say that on the air. So if your mom listens, knows that <laughs> you respect your mom and you love mom, your mom so much that every time in every conversation you brought her up. Up, and you really value her a lot so all this that you're saying is a joke and i know your mom is the center of the core of your family and you love her you appreciate her and that for sure you always bring her up in our conversation and
2: absolutely. she must have done a very good job yes, because absolutely. of the person who you are here on
1: air Alex. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. well, that's am, that's I your Thanksgiving clapping. gift right there,
1: mom. Yes. There I you go.
0: Mom, I wish your mom could <laughs> see us clapping right now for what <laughs> great job she has done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you guys. Appreciate that. Yeah. She'll, she'll have a comment on that. I'm sure. Yeah. But with family too, again, it's, you know, knowing that who you're with, who you trust, it can be something. I, I think that's the big thing I encourage people As you were kind of, I think, alluding to Daniel, you can build new traditions, you can make the holiday what you want it to be, or what you always hoped it to be, even if you can do that with, you know, your partner, or your roommates, or your friends, Um, it doesn't have to be, that's what the holidays are, something I talk with a lot of people about in therapy, and I think it's a hard idea, because a lot of times it's been one way for so long and it elicits so much emotion that it's hard to even envision it as being something positive or something kind of nourishing or healing in that way. So the idea of gratitude, I think, is a great uh, thing to encourage, a great starting point in that way.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I really appreciate that because Um, I was just in my head as we were talking, there's so many things we can appreciate and and thank the family for. uh, And, you know, let's face it, even the families that they may have issues with each other, but think about it, when something happens, who is the first to come and support? Even if you have issues with uh, some of the family members, but when in hardship, um, you know, the first person or the first people you may contact is people closest to you. Um, we, we often hear that, you know, it's unfortunate that the families only get together, either somebody passed or, you know, wedding and we don't see each other. But those events, the closest people to us are first to be invited. So, It tells you that the importance of family and the importance of, you know, respecting and appreciating the good part of relationship. In every relationship, if you think with your loved ones, with your partner, there are some issues that you have to deal with. So there's no relationship, whether it's the loved relationship, whether it's family relationship, friend relationship, that is perfect because we are not perfect ourselves either. So appreciating the good part of each relationship should be our focus, especially on that special day. We only have a few hours together. And the most, if we are even seeing each other for a couple of days, always we have to remember This is just a few days we are together. This is just one day we are together. We definitely need to focus on the good part of each other, stir up the good part in each other rather than stir up the negative part so that we can have fun, we can have a good memory together. So with that, uh, we're going to give a very short break and come back and each of us say our statement okay to be fair i want to ask my friends who wants to go first <laughs> i'm not just, pointing. <laughs> this just
1: feels weird i don't know i don't feel that's, comfortable unless you point at one of us it's uh, very strange this is so mr
0: dr rockers go ahead I cannot, <laughs> I cannot
2: be grateful for what you just said now <laughs> i was just waiting to be Either if I was chosen, I was not grateful, or if you chose Alex first, I was not grateful. <laughs> you
1: can't win, you, you can't win. win.
2: Yeah, there oh, is no way. You're not grateful
0: day. anyways. Okay, <laughs> let's just start Okay,
2: then. all right. Since this is a uh, program on culture and psychology, and we're talking about Thanksgiving, I would like to bring up a German tradition, which is if you toast somebody, you know, like if you're having drinks and you give a toast, that you make certain that you look the person into the eyes when you make the toast
0: Mm, because
2: so often it happens and if you watch in a celebration you'll see this people are toasting but they're often not even looking at the person there's toast but as the glass going up they're off looking to the next person Mm -hmm. and, and they don't really look them in the eye and I think that is a great way of bringing awareness to the moment and the reason I think that's so important is because we never know if this is the last time we're going to see somebody or not. Mm. But you want to make sure you have that good memory of them. Mm-hmm. A good way of, I think, being, being grateful.
1: I like that. Yeah. I get annoyed if people don't like stop and like cheers before a drink. Like if I hand you a drink, you know, like a beer, or alcoholic beverage, you know, cheers. And yeah, looking in the eye too. Yeah. It's like, otherwise you're just like, all right, you're just they're drinking like an animal, like, you know, like, let's, let's cheers and make eye contact and acknowledge each other, you know? And so, yeah, let's be grateful. Yeah. I like that. Daniel.
0: Let's just give them a little, um, you know, get away by saying that maybe they're shy, maybe, you know, <laughs> the public speech is not comfortable. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to give a little bit of, uh, you know, benefit <laughs> of the doubt.
1: I cannot okay. be grateful for that. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll guess I'll conform and say. Yeah, yes, I guess
2: I'll cave in on that side. Yeah, yeah.
1: But but if you cheers me, just letting everybody know, you better look me in the eye, like Daniel said. Yeah, yeah. So okay. well, I, oh yeah, it,
0: No, talking about culture. Sometimes in some cultures they don't look in the eye. That's true. Oh, good there,
1: point. Yeah.
0: Good
2: there, point. there are
0: Some cultures I know they don't look into eye. True and true. and that is not a good thing to do in their culture. It's just um, sort of you know when you don't look into the eye, it's more respect actually. Mm. Isn't that interesting that we're talking about completely two different way of looking at things?
1: Right? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Well, related to that, mine probably will be accepted by some cultures and not be accepted by other cultures. But uh, especially in the time of of COVID, uh, I I know that the idea of handshakes and hugs have been a little distant. Um, But I think it's it's one of those things where to embrace in some way, um, whether it's, you know, kind of bumping, you know, fists or elbows kind of things. uh, If you do feel comfortable enough giving somebody a hug, um, you know, give that person that embrace uh, that showing them that you care that, you know, you miss them, it's great to be here in that way. So that's what I'd encourage, whether in any fashion that feels comfortable to you. uh, You know, we know touch is important, we know that it can be very healing, um, especially during, you know, a time where that has been something that we haven't been able to do. Uh, And so even the small gesture of a fist bump, or an elbow bump, or a half hug, or a whole hug, uh, um, you know, embrace in some way, if even to say, you know, this is a time I would normally give you a huge hug, but let me give you one of these instead right now to let you know that I really care. So, what would you like to leave our uh, listeners with?
0: Um, Dan, were you done? With your part, <laughs> any more questions,
1: Dan? Any more questions uh, while you're at it? You know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wasn't. Yes, sure. done.
1: I'm all done. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm I, done. I don't think we're gonna hear from Dan in the next show. You go tune in for the next show to see if Dan has thrown the mic. I, I want to see what happens after we get off the air. The violence that will ensue, it, you know, in, in in accordance with family holidays. You know, there's gonna be a little bit of throwing stuff, and I'm walking out. You can march out, Dan. You can march out. Yeah.
2: They yeah. say that anytime you get in a group, you reenact your family dynamics.
0: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Well, I want to leave our listeners with um, the fact that think about why we are celebrating. uh, The reason for this celebration is being thankful to everything we have um, accomplished or achieved one year. So think of um, first your health given another day, even to you to be existed and to be in this world. And also being thankful to whatever is surrounding you, whatever is around you, whatever you are appreciating in your life. So just celebrate with that in mind, that there's so many things that when we count, there's so many blessing in our lives So don't focus on anything negative. If you're going to a gathering that there's a person you may not enjoy um, associating with, don't have that as a focus of your mind. Just think there's so many other people you enjoy being with. And also just enter that celebration day or that gathering day with um, good spirit, with um, wanting to get along, with wanting to be a happy part of that celebration. I think as we discussed, it's always good to be prepared, prepare yourself for enjoyment, prepare yourself for being part of the celebration and enjoy. So with that, I wanna wish everyone a very wonderful Thanksgiving, a very happy gathering. And for those that um, they're just by themselves or they're wondering how they're gonna spend their Thanksgiving, Um, just find someone that you can spend your time with. Call people that you know they're together and it's okay to invite yourself. People, for the most part, they're going to appreciate your approach. So with that, I want to wish everyone a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving. We come back next week and I mean tomorrow and we continue our conversation about another topic of psychology or current event. دو مو باور کن که تو استم او که ساعتی نبازه، با
1: چشم منو با که
0: یک قصیده از سیه آشکش شد، انتخاب لحظه های حس رت فریاد کردن اسم کسی باز دامه، اسم تو هر اسمی که هست مثل قزم چه عاشقان است قربت وسه مثل صفه مثل قربت صادقان است باور کن اسمم و باور کن من فصل برونه
1: برگم مطروده باب و گل درختم درخت خشکی تو دستم
0: همیشه باورم کنم
1: که من به را
0: با قلبم هر چه من او باور کنم که من همیشه او